So welcome to Tech Talk Thursday. Uh, my guest this week is Paul Wang from a company called Unigen. Uh, Unigen started out as a memory company, but they've been expanding very quickly across the world. Uh, and I'm delighted to have Paul join us today to tell us about his story. Welcome, Paul. Nice to see you. Thank you, Trevor. Likewise. Okay. Uh, so tell us a little bit, just for the benefit of our viewers, where did Unigen originate uh, and, and, and when? Unigen is a US-based company uh, registered in, uh, incorporated in California in 1991. Okay. Uh, and you, but you, and what did you start? How did you start? Did you start as an EMS company or did you start, uh, I think, as, as a memory company? Is that correct? The first four years, I was just basically uh, being a uh, distributor of components, uh, an authorized distributor, I may add, mm -hmm. uh, just shipping boxes, basically. And uh, I figured out that's not something that I want. I want to add you know, more of an economic value. And do that, I have to at least get into the manufacturing. And that's where we... Uh, moved into manufacturing. Right. Our first right. product was a uh, memory module mm -hmm. uh, using DRAM. From then on, we moved to SSDs, which is a uh, NAND flash uh, device. Yeah. So up to today, the memory is still our core competency. It is remains to be Unigen's DNA. Okay. So how did you get into the EMS business then? The EMS was really propelled by our existing customers at that time. The memory itself is 60, 70% of the bump cost of, of servers that, um, there's a market that we serve, uh, the servers in the cloud uh, segment. And we have customers and said, look, you already are 60-70% of bomb. You know, would you want to go and do some PCBAs? And obviously, I would not say no for a to anything. And we deliver. So from there on, uh, that's how we got into the, the EMS. Right. So where would you say is your, your sweet spot in terms of... Um, you know, type of customer, market segment, um, <clears throat> where, where uh, and, and what sort of uh, qualifications uh, does, does Unigen currently uh, hold? Our primary segment is still in the cloud. However, we are moving towards the, uh, the automotive, the EV segment, as well as the healthcare. Uh, for primarily because the, I believe the entry to those health segments are a little bit higher, uh, more of the tech, uh, value added. And uh, because of that, I think you, know, you might also keep some of your you know, competitors just using pricing as, the, you know, as a bargaining chip at bay. Um, but truth be told is that uh, Unigen is a very highly capitalized in terms of equipment. 
and we are ready. We are ready. We are ready to enter the, the higher end of the EMS uh, market segment. Right. Now, the other thing, in, uh, in addition to our Fortune 500 companies, we are proud of the fact that we are actually trying to help a lot of startup companies. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there is a value that we are helping that startup community. A lot of startups, they don't know where to turn to for the NPIs. Yeah. And Unigen are willing to help up on the, with the startups. You know, in particular, where we are located here in Silicon Valley, there are a lot of startups. And um, we are so happy that a few of the startups that we incubated in terms of NPIs have gone on to be, you know, multi-billion dollar market cap companies today. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I believe you've got eight lines in your facility there in, in Silicon Valley. Uh, do you have one of these lines allocated for NPI work? Or is that how you, you do it? Most of our NPIs really uh, is done here in, in our uh, California facility. Mm -hmm. But we do have dedicated lines for uh, the, the, the major customers that have consistent NPIs. Yeah. Yeah. Answer is yes, we do have dedicated lines. So you know, the company has expanded uh, aggressively over these these thirty years, and uh, although you're from you're actually a, a Malaysia citizen originally yourself. Um, you expanded over to Vietnam uh, uh, with, with your, your business. Why did you choose Vietnam? Yes, I'm orig originally from Malaysia. Um, again, by the end of tw uh, 2001, uh, the last act that President Clinton did was to find the bilateral trade agreement between um, U.S. and Vietnam. Uh, with that, the Vietnam government was asking for U.S. help to grow Vietnam. So with that, not, uh, the, with, with, with that intent, I went to Vietnam and, and I liked what I saw in 2003. And, um, and that's how we, we, we started. Like many other companies at that time, many, many companies were just looking at China, you know, for their next expansion. And I almost went to China until the very, very last minute. Mm. Uh, went to Vietnam once, like what I saw, and the, the rest is history. Uh, we're also proud to, uh, for the fact that you, I think Unigen is arguably one of the earliest US-based companies that decided to open shop in Vietnam. Right, right. Uh, well, you know, Vietnam obviously was an interesting choice back in these days. Uh, it has got a highly educated workforce. But um, I think there were a couple of other things that helped in your decision because of the Pacific um, location that you're in, uh, in Vietnam. Uh, can you talk about that and, and the, the relationship there with uh, the Singapore uh, uh, connection? Yes. So... 
the Vietnamese government and Singapore government, they are very close. Vietnam, the, the Vietnamese government at that time also went over to Singapore and asked their help, similar to when Vietnam, uh, when Singapore helped uh, with China in the Suzhou for the industrial park. So Singapore does have a lot of management experience in, you know, in setting up industrial parks. Mm -hmm. And because of that, the Vietnam Singapore Industrial Park was born. Um, the, the unique thing with that is the Vietnamese government owns 51%, they provide the land. The Singapore government provides some of the uh, the infrastructure of the park as, and more importantly, the management. Right. Now, the unique thing is the entire management of the VSIP, Vietnam Singapore Industrial Park, reports directly to the Prime Minister of Vietnam. <laughs> With that said, you know, it's, it's no hanky-panky, things in and out of the country logistically is is seamless. seamless. So we find, you know, we are fortunate to be in that park and, and uh, it has been a very, very good experience, not only for ourselves, but also for our customers and vendors. So, I mean, how important is the, the fact of, of infrastructure when you're, you're setting up in a new venue like that? I mean, we have, for example, um, India out in that region, which is a, has got a huge indigenous market, but it has no infrastructure really uh, for, for, for getting um, your, your goods to the ports. Um, how important was that as part of your decision-making process? Oh, clearly it's one of, it's, it's almost sacrosanct. Hmm. Um, if, if I were to put somebody in the middle of the night in the industrial park, when you woke up, you thought that you might be in California. That's how the, 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 the infrastructure is, it's so, it's so incredibly pronounced, it's so clean and it's so, every, everything is so calibrated. As a matter of fact, the Vietnamese government not only been uh, pro-business, but I like the fact that they are also um, quite uh, uh, proactive in terms of uh, environmentally conscious. Like wow. in our park, we actually, every company has to have a water treatment, uh, yeah. uh, things like that. And being a US-based company with environment is also uh, essential. Uh, those are the, the things that I, I welcome. Uh, and a lot of companies do too, although it you know elevate costs. But I think uh, the environment, as all of us know, uh, is equally important as well. Absolutely, sustainability is becoming a very big word in in, in our industry uh, for sure. Um, so one of the other things you've done is you, you've invested a lot in capital equipment um, and, and uh, are you moving more towards automation uh, and trying to aut automate your processes uh, and, and uh, maybe uh, start to build your, your lines uh, along, you know, IPC, CFX lines or things like this? Uh, are you considering further automating your factories? 
Yes, I think automation is just a natural propensity. No, I, I believe the industry is moving that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and for Unigen, we like to, in fact, uh, uh, capitalize ahead of the business, you know, both in terms of uh, new equipment, but automation is uh, where we are headed. As a matter of fact, we have an automation team that just look at automation mm -hmm. uh, wherever it needs to be. And th th this is something that you, you know, we will continue in that process. And it's clearly very, very important for, you know, not only for the, uh, for the efficiency, but for the consistency of quality in automation. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're living obviously in, in very, uh, I don't want to use the word interesting term, times, but difficult times in terms of with the, the pandemic and the supply chain shortages and, and all these sorts of issues that are going on. Um, but there's also a lot of activity in, in our business sector for mergers and acquisitions. A lot of companies uh, uh, your size are growing through acquisition also. Is that... Does that feature, is that going to be part of your strategy going forward? Or is that, are you prefer to, to, to stay where you are and, and, and grow um, uh, organically? I would never say never, but at this point, acquisition is not in, you know, in, in my mind. Um, having said that, I'm prepared to expand. We are going to expand aggressively organically so um again just earlier this year i did acquire a smaller company but it's in the memory centric technology yeah but on the ems front uh, i don't think it, it is anything on the books okay so we want to remain first and foremost a, still a technology company Yes. Um, and and then through that we'll grow our EMS, but we'll grow it organically. All right. But again, <laughs> I cannot say never. You know, if Trevor, you have a good opportunity for me that I can pick it up for ten cents on a dollar, I might consider that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so keep my eyes peeled, Paul, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a fascinating story and I, I have to congratulate you and all the success you've, you've had so far. Uh, you're certainly one of these companies we will keep an eye on. Uh, but for, for now, Paul, I really want to thank you for coming in and telling us about Unigen today. Thank you very much for the opportunity. A pioneer in thermal monitoring and analysis technology, ECD's portfolio of mole thermal profilers are synonymous with quality and reliability. Recognizing that each manufacturing situation is unique, ECD's line of mole products addresses various manufacturing requirements and future needs.